Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I am here today because I am a concerned citizen of the United States of America. And most of all, I am a mother. I'm not here just as a candidate for the U.S. House of Representatives in District 1 in Florida, but I am here to make sure that we do understand that this is a crisis that we do not want to have on our shore. My fellow Americans, it's time to speak out. What starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. What starts here changes the world. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. The average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe whose language I did not speak. Don't think. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, and another 10, we did not know each other. And we could not speak to each other because if we could have spoken to each other, we might have been able to figure out what was happening to us. To every politician who is taking donations from the NRA. It is because America has not invested in its people. Shame on you. And you can change the entire population of the world, 8 billion people. And if we could have figured out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10 people, change their lives forever. Well, it didn't happen. Here we are. You're wrong. Are you better off than you were four years ago? You didn't know this kid, okay? We did. They're looking for help. We call BS. They're looking for help. They're not looking for more of the same. When people lose their jobs, there's a good chance I'll know them by their names. When a factory closes, I know the people who ran it. When the businesses go bankrupt, I know them. We will respond with that timeless creed that sums up the spirit of a people. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. When we get enough money, honey, we'll bring you down. Children were saved, and their children's children. Generations were saved by one decision, one person. But changing the world can happen anywhere, and anyone can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public Access America. I want to share with you a letter that I wrote to our president, to Attorney General Jeff Sessions, and to the director of the Refugee Settlement. This was my way of telling our president how I felt about the situation. This was also borne out of two quotes. Number one, Adolf Hitler. Jews are not people. They're animals. There's another quote that you all must know. Undocumented immigrants are not people. They are animals. That's what our president said. And this is my response. Dear Mr. President, I'm writing to you as a loving mother of three children. 
a daughter of former World War II veteran and a prisoner of war, an immigrant, a pediatrician, and most of all, as a concerned American. First of all, let me tell you the story of my father. He was born in a poor fishing village in the Philippines and was orphaned at the age of six years old. He tried to escape poverty by leaving the only village he knew. As a country mouse lost in the big city, he was treated like an animal and was condemned by society to spend the rest of his life in jail. He defied the odds by working hard, often on an empty stomach and survived because of his strong work ethic and faith in God. When the Japanese invaded the Philippines, he became a guerrilla fighter and fought alongside American troops and almost lost his life when he became a prisoner of war. My father never, never gave up, even. <clears throat> My father never gave up, even when General Douglas MacArthur left because he always trusted that the United States of America will return to finish its job in restoring democracy in the Pacific. After the war, he became a merchant marine and later on died as an American. He is my hero and one, that, one of the many that I honor, that I did honor on Memorial Day and one that I will miss in honoring this Father's Day coming up. Mr. Trump, my father was once called an animal. Yes, he was. Because he looked and spoke different from the other kids in the city. He had neither mother nor father to protect him nor guide him in life. However, somewhere along the way, he felt the compassion of others and this allowed him to thrive and he became a productive human being. He never went to jail and he died an honorable man. My sisters and I are all successful in our own right because my parents showed us the value of prayer and work, but always accompanied by generosity and kindness. As a pediatrician, I believe in the rule of law and following scientific protocols. However, a broken bone heals much faster when medicine is administered with a smile and a gentle touch. One can never underestimate the power of a caring human heart. On this note, I would like to plead, and I really would like to plead, on behalf of all the mothers and fathers at the border. I was once an immigrant and had to undergo tremendous expense to navigate the U.S. immigration labyrinth, even as a physician married to a native New Yorker. I could just imagine my father as a young child being called an animal as he separate children from their parents. Make no mistake, I agree that the borders have to be protected and everyone must follow the rules. As an American, I strongly believe that we can implement these laws in a more humane manner. After all, we used to be the beacon of light for the entire world to see our greatness. Not only are we prying these children away from their parents' arms, but we are now handing them over to strangers and losing them in the darkness. Sir, I cannot sleep soundly, knowing that as I tuck my little girl to sleep, thousands are being preyed upon by human traffickers. This is not the America that I know and dreamt about as a young child. My father's dying wish was that we could all reunite as a family. Immigration policy separated us for over 15 years. He did get his wish. 
when we were all allowed to come to America to lay him to his final resting place. Only in his death did we all see each other again. Mr. President, they're not animals. Those children are desperate and are humans just like us. Could we please reconsider and not use them as political pawns? Can we please just talk as decent Americans and come up with a more humane solution to this problem? Could you please find it in your father's heart to act with compassion and set politics aside? Thank you very much and may God bless America. Stitcher Smart Radio app. Download the app for free and subscribe to Public Access America to get more episodes like this in your feed every day. First they came for the communists and I didn't speak out because I wasn't a communist. Then they came for the trade unionists and I didn't speak out because I wasn't a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews and I didn't speak out because I wasn't a Jew. Then they came for me and there was no one left to speak out for me. That's a quote from Martin Niemöller, a German Lutheran pastor. <laughs> 